1: So it's straightforward. He has no experience of English football. He's come from Japan. He's got to go to Middlesbrough and get something. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we think that. Love it. So I'm not one of, of the bottle. I I think I'm a special one. I have to to talk about facts because I think it's important. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix Five Show. This week we are joined by my co-host, Paul McGrath, and I am actually hosting it this week, which is a which is uh, new to the... I've done it once before, but um, we're going to have another crack at it, seeing as it's just me and Paul. So, uh, yeah, it's myself, David Holland, as the host, and Paul McGrath, ever-present co-host. How you doing, buddy?
0: Yep, yeah, good. It's uh, Sunday now, recording the... Well, I'm not too... Glad. The Charity Shield kicks
1: off today, obviously. soon as you, uh, you've mentioned it, before we go on to this week's subject, we'll talk about uh, news this week, and we're best to start in what you just mentioned, the, char- uh, the Charity Shield, I'm going to call it, because we're
0: 90s... Um, I'm not having the Community Shield, the Charity Shield. Did you watch the game, mate? I watched the f- most of it. but I had the kids and trying to do Sunday lunch and stuff. But I thought uh, I thought Arsenal were quite impressive in large spouts of it, mate. I think they looked good. I, think, I thought Rice looked decent and fit in. I thought Havats I missed a chance earlier on. We were a bit of a bad pass towards him. But I thought you'd done all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and no, I don't think you can take too much from that game for City because they'll, they'll, they'll improve. It's a friendly at the end of the day. I see City fans, kids. I mean, I know kids are kids, but I see kids crying because they lost just then. And I was just thinking, you just come off a treble win, you just won the Champions League, and you're crying over the Community Shield. Now I understand it's kids, and you know I'm not going to start slating kids on our podcast, but um, you can (laughs) see how sport they are now because you know they've just done the treble, a history treble, historic, should I say, and then crying over not winning the Charity Shield. Yeah, but But, um, yeah, there was good spells there. I have to say there was, because I'm on the fence with Havertz. I didn't play well. He did not play well. I know we mentioned him last week, and we've got to give him time, but. I didn't think he was great.
0: Um, oh, I thought he did all right. Was, I missed most of the second half. I watched bits and bobs, and what I saw, I thought he he moved around quite a bit. And obviously, it's, it's getting used to a new team. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's bad. But I, you watched the whole game, so obviously, what you, you're saying must be more accurate than what I've I've witnessed in the short spell that I watched.
1: And also, I know more about football. But
0: um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, listen. It's, it's you know it's the curtain raiser for the season you know, it's always good to win that because, everyone, you know, everyone says oh, it's only a friendly when they lose, but they're happy to win it. And, uh, you know, it, it kicks off your season. The only thing is that the, the, the commentator's curse I heard there, that since 2011, the team that have won the uh, Charity Shield have, have, haven't gone on to win the league. So that, mm-hmm. that bodes well for Arsenal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it was quite empty as well, I thought. It was quite disappointing. Um... Well,
1: 81,000 they said it was. Which... Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Didn't look yeah, look at, at six thousand, it? To be fair,
1: no, it didn't. No, but but um, yeah, listen. Arsenal won on penalties. Um, there were good penalties they took there. De Bruyne, see, De Bruyne came on. Like De Bruyne has not had any any pre season games at all. He's not he's not played any minutes because he got injured in the Champions League final. But you see, he he just world class because when he come on, City were different. City were yeah. better. And you know, yeah. it, it, Arsenal. You know, I still think that, you know they're they're behind City. No one no one's up there with City. But City can be in the game, the whole game, more or less, you know, nicking it probably ahead of Arsenal and then bring on Foden and De Bruyne. Yeah. You know, that's the... That's the I, mean, I'm not, I mean, I know it's not just Arsenal. It's them against anyone in, in the world that they can do that. And he did change the game. Even like yes, yeah, say, so he's not had no minutes. But it was good. It's good the football's back. Um, it's not... I mean, I'm always glad to beat, beat anyone. So I'll take the win. I know it's a friendly, but listen, it, it bodes well for the rest of the season. Um... So you've had some good news this week. You finally got a striker. We spoke about this guy, didn't we, last week? Yeah. Um, he's now signed, sealed, and delivered. It's. I'm presuming that the J in his name is is a silent J. So have we, we got Holland and Haaland now? Have we?
0: Yeah, Haaland, Hoyland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hoy, Hoyland is that what we call it? Yeah. Because well, I, you know, I looked at that know, and I thought that J's got to be silent.
0: Yeah, I think so. Unless the, the commentators change it or he puts a different name completely at the back of his shirt. You know what modern modern football is like now. It might have Bob at the back of it for all I know. Fuck's sake. Um. Yeah. Could, I, I Have we overpaid? Is going to be the question. Yeah. Potentially. Maybe. What's overpaying now? If you're paying for potential, could could he go on and score thirty goals a season? Debatable. Depends what team Hog pits out. But we needed someone. He's the, he's the first young striker we've signed since we signed Martial, which is I think nearly ten years ago now. Um. Well. Yeah. Must that be didn't go great. Yeah, about 10 years ago. No, again, he had loads of potential. Didn't really work out. Injuries kind of happened to him. And having a change of manager constantly didn't help him. His attitude was a little bit different to what most players would say. But, you know, I think I'm going to call this now. And it's obviously early to go. And we'll do a few more of these for the end of the season. I still think we go in for Kane and we get Kane last, within the last week of the window.
1: Well, I'm, for those of you who don't know, I run the Twitter now for the Phoenix Five. And I'm a hundred, regardless of what year we're in or what decade we're in, I'm hundred percent putting that on the Twitter tonight. Yeah, I think you think Kane's going to tip up at Man United before the transfer deadline. Wow, that's a massive. claim.
0: I would would say I'm 70% from speaking to people that I know in the game. The the rumors are like Bayern Munich have a bit of been in, all right, and Spurs haven't accepted or rejected it. Okay, whether they accept or reject doesn't make any difference. Kane wants to stay in the Premier League and Kane wants to go to United. That's that's a fact, right? That is that is a fact. He must have been told by someone to hold out. And the, the plan is United need to sell to fund him. We have to sell two or three more players and raise £70 million to put in a £75 million bid for him, which will be under what Levy wants. Levy's been told by Joe Lewis he has to sell him. Fact. Man United are not going to go in now and start bidding and in a bidding war between Bayern Munich whoever else comes in for him. Okay, they're not going to do that. They've been very smart this window. They'll wait till the last week of the league of the of the transfer window. They'll hang out an offer and they'll make say to Kane if you want it, you push it through. Very much like very much like Van Persie when we with Arsenal, um when we put in a bid, bid in for him and it was like uh it was it was too late for them to, to kind of haggle over price. It was this is the price, take it or leave it. And Van Persie push the move through, Kane will need to do the same thing and I think it's going to, I think Mbappe will, the only thing I can see if Mbappe does move, which I think he will also go, I think I'm 70% sure he will go, I think he goes on a loan deal to Real Madrid for a season before he signs his full-time contract I think that that, that's what they'll do, so that's my two predictions I think Kane goes into United in the last week and the last four years, United have done last minute signings or within a week of the last transfer window and they've been big name Simons last season was Casemiro the season before was Ronaldo the season before I think was was it Bruno who came in January someone else the season before was quite late came in came in quite late in the window so that's what I see happening with with United and and this Hoyland's injured for the beginning of the season already so that doesn't bode well for for coming in injured does it but yeah who knows
1: well that right, goes move swiftly onto my next piece of news then because I've seen two players linked from United to this team and uh that could fund maybe what you're just saying there. So it's I see lack of transfer a move for West Ham. Um, are they are they relegation candidates if they don't bring someone in because they were they wasn't great last year. They've lost Declan Rice to Arsenal. Um, if they don't have reinforcements, I think they're doomed. Uh,
0: Look, I think Moyes. I I, I I I was a West Ham fan today, and he was he wasn't saying Moyes out, but he obviously he needs reinforcements reinforcements. They brought in a new technical director, him and Moyes, seem to be clashing. It seems because he's recommending players and Moyes said, no Moyes is old school where he's from. You know what he's like, he's got a very good track record take United out of the picture. Cause it was a shambles there from, from all around, but Everton, he had a good track record of bringing in the right players. I think West Ham last season, although they didn't went at the ground running, I think he brought in the right type of players. They will sign players. I don't have any doubt about that before the start of the season. Probably not. They will sign players. And Maguire and McTominay have both been linked, and if we can get both of them out, I like McTominay, and I think he'd be a great player at West Ham. Personally, I know not a lot of people like him, but I think he's been un- not underused. I think he's, the United's probably a level above him. I can see him going to West Ham doing a good job. And McGuire, if we can get rid of both of them for sixty odd million, I would bite your hand off tomorrow. And I think they would both be great additions for West Ham squad. And if they got them for 60, 65 million and the Declan Rice money, that still gives them 30, 30, 40 million pounds. to can get one or two more players in that debt. number. And they sold Schumacher as well for 25 million. So they've raised about 150 million this window. So I think, yeah, fans just need to be a bit more patient. I think everyone's in a rush to get, you know, the premier league starts next week. The league doesn't really start until after the window closed, the first three games. I know that doesn't mean think. But teams can recover from the first three games of the season quite quickly, so I don't think they'll go. Know, to- as, as
1: as you know yourself, it's always better to get your business. I mean, Arsenal have already done it once. In, from, in well, I can remember they've done it this season, um, and yeah. it's been a it's been a thing for Arsenal. They always leave everything to the last minute, so it's better, you know, for a team like West Ham. You know, let's be honest, they're going to be mid-table at best. You know, they need to get their business done early. Get them in, get get them settled, and 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 do that. But, um, yeah, well, we'll see in the coming weeks. I'm seeing as it's definitely going to be me and you doing this. I'm sure we'll touch on this subject again when they make a signing. But yeah. um, two of the guys of um, the Phoenix Five, who we nearly got all of them today, though. So we were very close. That was like a transfer deadline day sort of situation. <laughs> we nearly got them all. But it ended up being me and you. Um, I'm just going to, yeah. So two of the guys are QPR fans. Just, I'm just all I've I'm gonna I'm just going to shout out QPR uh, what, what what's your thoughts here? I am worried for them. Um, seriously worried. You know that was poor for what we saw yesterday.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think they go down this season. Quite quite. Yeah, I think they're relegation. I think they're done. I know it's, I know it's one game. Don't be wrong. Things can change around. Don't rate the manager. Don't rate them anyone. They 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 the squad. I don't think Morel's very high in there, especially losing the opening game like that. Can they turn it around? Of course they can. Things do happen. But for me. That club's lost direction, you know. Since Tony Fernand, I mean, I'm not a QPR fan, so I might be wrong. Leop was not here. Miller's not here. I've been around QPR for a long time, and I would say since Tony Fernandez came in and all this hype about him coming and spending... All- and he did spend money at it. Um, with Les Ferdinand moving on rightly in the summer, I think they're a bit of a, a club in lost direction, and I think I think they're going to struggle, which is a, it's strange to see when you obviously look at Luton and. Uh, around and other smaller teams have, have come up i know Luton's not a london club but in terms of that kind of smallest club, bournemouth going up and making a big go of it brighton but i'll a big club it's, a, it's debatable i know a lot of our fans are qpr fans but their stadium's still very very small their fan base is very i would say small in comparison um so yeah hopefully they stay up but I, I relegation for me mate i think they're i think they're gone
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, all my family a QPR, my granddad, etc. And uh, it is a shame. It really is a shame, but it just doesn't look good for them. Um, right, yeah. So swiftly moving on. We, Let's just uh, post got...
0: Scottish League. Hold on, SPL. SPL. No, I'm not moving on yet. I've got one more to
1: go. To you, I've got, oh, seeing you're doing a day of predictions, but um, yes, I will let you make your your statement to my family and cousins in <laughs> Europe. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you say that. Uh, by the way, this is his view. I have. I take note. No, no uh, with, well, I'm not even in him with this one. But anyway, before you before you drop that bombshell, um, and with the Premier League starting next week, I thought it'd be good to uh jot down or predict, because seeing you're doing predictions very well today, you're you're free to go down.
0: Ooh. What are you
1: thinking? Do you want me to go first because I've written them down? Yeah, go on, you go first in on this one. So I've gone for Luton. I just can't see it. I just cannot see it. Um, I've been saying that it's happened before. It's happened. Blackpool came up. No one thought they would do it. And they stayed up, didn't they? So, you know, this is just this is obviously just a prediction. So I've gone for Luton, Sheffield United, and I've gone for Nottingham Forest to go down next year. OK, I've seen Burnley. Burnley have come up, but I think they've done decent enough business. And I think that um, the manager they've got in there, he's doing it. He's, he's doing it, Well, you won't know until we started, but he done OK in the championship. So I, I think Burnley may survive. Um, but yeah, my bottom three to go down: Luton, Sheffield United, and Knots Forest.
0: All right, I, I'm going with Wolverhampton. I think they I think this season they'll go down. Uh, they, they've been hanging around that area for a while now, and I think I think it's the one season too many. Luton's a hard one because I think going to that ground again, very old school, very small. You know, first half of the season, I think they they've got to get a good home record. I think they will. Mm. I'm going to go Bournemouth. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Luton because I think I think you're absolutely right. So Bournemouth, Luton and Wolves. And we'll come back to this the of the season. Yeah, I think Bour- Bournemouth, Luton and Wolves, mate. I think that's that's the three it go down this season.
1: Well, oh, that's uh that's good. That. Fair play. Listen, it's all it's all opinion based and uh, it could quite help but easily happen. It's it's happened before. So uh, we'll review that again uh, at the end of the season. So um yeah, go on then. you wanna put out a message about Scottish football. Um Again, I'm not.
0: I'm not part part of this. It's a record. Well done. Congratulations. The banner should be up for the Celtic fans now. They should be on the, the the parade. Should be booked by Christmas. It's the league's over after one fucking game. It's done. <laughs> Celtic have won the league. Give it to them now. Get the parade set out for maybe. Do you know what? It's still still summer in some parts of the country. In maybe September, get get the the bus booked in. Let them lift it up. give, give them both cup. That that and the, the the cup. Give give them the two trophies. Do it now, get the season over with and get them back on the beach as quick as possible. So um, ever ever competitive as always, that league. I'll leave that there. (laughs) My cousins will probably agree with you.
1: (laughs) Right, so moving on to this week's show. And it's all about that (laughs) night in Istanbul. dubbed by many as the miracle for those of you who are unsure what I'm referring to, it's May 25th, 2005, Istanbul, Turkey. It's the showpiece event of the season. It's the Champions League final. It's Liverpool versus AC Milan. But before we talk about that amazing night, let's touch on the road to the final from both sides. Mickey, do you, ever, do you ever, have you have gone back in the in the archives and had a little look at the route? I have um, yeah. for both teams. Um, I'm not sure anyone sort of remembers the the, the group stages, etc. But um, what do what do you know about it,
0: mate? Uh, well, you look at the two group stages, I mean, Milan had a. I think Milan had a had a harder run in. Maybe it's hard to tell. I mean, the group was uh, for Liverpool, Monaco, Olympiacos, Deportivo La Let me Go stop on. you
1: there. They had to win uh, against Olympiacos in the last game and by two clear goals to actually qualify. And not okay. only that, they qualified for the Champions League. They had to qualify because they finished fourth the season before. So they'd already yeah. played a game. And they only won that one 2-1. Yes. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Against uh, Grass AK. Or I presume they're a Swiss side, I would say. Yeah. Um, they won 2-1. Gerard scored two. But um, it wasn't all pain sailing in the group. So they won their first game 2-0 against Monaco. Bearing in mind, Monaco had just been in a final the season before. Then um, they lost to Olympiacos. Drew 0-0 with the And then... They won one 0 against Deportivo on the return leg, or return fixture, um, and then lost one 0 to Monaco. So they were tied on points. Though actually, Olympiacos were three points ahead of them at that stage, and they're going into the last game. And then Liverpool had to play them. Yeah, so they had to get to qualify. They had to, they had to, to, get they had to um,
0: win by two clear goals. You talk about luck, as you said. Like finishing fourth was that the first season as well? The fourth team went into the Champions League.
1: I'm not sure. You'll have me on that one. I'm not
0: I think, sure. I'm sure it was the first season that four Champions League places were up for ground. I might be wrong, but either way, they scraped through getting into Champions League by finishing fourth. They scraped through the group just about. And that's a weak group as well. Olympia. I mean, let me just say something. I think this is the worst team to ever lift a Champions League trophy. Now, I know you can argue at the end of the day, it, you know, it, it's, they won it. So, you, the best team won it in Europe. They're the best team in Europe. But the team itself I Just um, but Benitez was a miracle worker on that because I don't know. Well, we, we will it. get
1: to the teams when we actually get to the final, we'll get to the teams because agreed, agreed. And, and we're gonna, I'm gonna rattle off the teams and 100%. um, and, and to say it's the miracle of Istanbul, um, when you read the teams, it, it was a bloody miracle, 100%. But um, yeah, moving on, yeah, so they get through the group stage, they get by a Leverkusen. absolutely smashed them 6-2 over both yeah. legs, not a problem. You think Liverpool will come into their own here now, you know. Uh, you know, this is it, and then they get Juventus. Tough team, tough side for anyone. They uh, over two legs, they uh, well, they won it in the in the first leg, as it goes, they won it 2 1 in the first leg, and it was nil nil, yeah, in the second leg. But remember, you can you remember the semi final against Chelsea? Yes, yeah, the ghost goal, as Mourinho yeah. called it. Yeah, now I watched this today, I knew about it at the time because I actually watched it at the time, but yeah. we didn't have your goal line technology, you didn't have your VAR. I I just, I can't see how they give it. I no. I just and I wonder if the Mourinho was going crazy because yes it was it was going in they looked like it was going in it was off the line but there's no way that they could have told whether that was or it wasn't. Obviously they mm-hmm. gave benefit of the doubt to the goal scorer but um yeah ghost yeah, goal was right and that was actually the goal that got them through because it was nil nil in the first leg. Do you remember the goal? 4th minute though. I mean you know it's the 4th minute of the game when he scores that. There's plenty of time for Chelsea to come back. So although they were grieved, they had plenty of time to plenty of time to come back and win that game
0: yeah I mean it was it was it was terrible uh, the decision but again the technology wasn't there people talk about goal line technology now and VAR but this, this is the kind of game that changes the whole outlook because I think Chelsea win that they go on to win the Champions League that season under Jose and he doesn't lose his job but I remember this because it was a classic battle at that time in this, this period 2004 to 7-8 um, Chelsea Liverpool were, were kind of the really the real hatred between Benitez and uh, Jose. And I loved it because they were both. I know once it was Pep Guardiola and Klopp and this pure football, blah, 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 blah. I, I like the, def- I've always said, and I stick by, it, I like, I do like watching that, but I also think we've lost the art of, of team being good at defending as being part of football. Defending is just as much as part of football as, as an art, as attacking. Now I know people like to see the touch and the goal scores. I get that. We all like to see that, of course, but I, I, I like defending. I like the art of defending, and these two teams, with both of them, Jose, he's out of defending a, a lead, a second to none. You know, but you you lost a goal to Chelsea, you could shut up shop 99.9% of the time. They're going to win that game 1 0. they one chance, they got that 1 0, and the luck was on their side. And sometimes in football, you need luck. And that's exactly what Liverpool had the whole of this tour. They just seem a bit like Madrid. They just have this luck in Europe, they just have this little bit of something that, that lady luck's on their side in, in big games. So yeah, I remember that game. I remember watching it in the sports pub bar, bar um, and I I really wanted. To, I didn't know I wanted to win because it's like oh, I don't really like either of these teams. But people said it's a boring over two leg boring game. I thought it was it was like watching chess. I thought it was fascinating.
1: Oh, it was, it was, and it had the controversy at the end. But that was mm. enough to to uh, put Liverpool into the final, just very briefly. So their group was Barcelona, Shakhtar, Donetsk, and Celtic. And what you touched on earlier, you were correct. That's a tough group. Now, say what you want about Celtic. European Knights mm-hmm. at Parkhead. They're, yeah. they're, they're a nightmare for any team. Their their crowd is the 12th man, as we all know. Uh, you don't get an atmosphere like it. Um, all the best players in the world are played there. You know, your Messi and out of player there. They've said the same thing. It's you, They've never witnessed an atmosphere like it. Um, that, that didn't help them because they finished bottom of the group. But um, Milan, Milan topped the group with 13 points. Barcelona, obviously second. Shapdod against first for six points, and then Celtic with five points. Milan go through. Who do they face in the the, the next uh, the first knockout round? Young Michael? Yeah, man United. They lost the first leg 1-0. And they lost the second leg 1-0. So that was a 2-0 aggregate defeat. Um, Do you remember their performance? Was it poor from United or was just Milan just too good?
0: I I thought we. I thought we were just poor because it was it was in two thousand five, wasn't it? But that game, uh, I think it's March two thousand five, and I thought we had the better chances. But Tim Howard was Tim Howard blew it. Uh, it wasn't completely at fault for the Crespo goal, but I think he could have done better. A better goalkeeper could have done better. But I mean, it was. It, I mean, we had Quinton Fortune in the team and uh, at that time, and Sylvester and. Uh, who else did that at the time? I know we had uh, Van Nistelrooy was, was coming to the end of his United period at that point. I don't know. I tell me, for United is funny, man, because there's so many times we've, we've played teams and you're thinking we should have won that game, and we just in Europe we just got undone. But AC Milan, the team they had realistically again, man for man, it, you know, it took some beating. It, this was a young team as well for us, with you know, Ronaldo coming in, Rooney. We had that little bit of inexperience and we showed that later on when we went on to win the Champions League a couple of years later. But yeah, I think it was probably, you probably deserved a deserved win for Eastman over two legs. A bit smarter. Again, Talk about the art of defending, Champions League was about that at this stage.
1: They dispatched a Man United, Man United are the And then you've got a Milan derby. Now, in the quarterfinals, that's that's a mouthwatering tie for for any sort of neutral. I suppose it's a mouthwatering tie for the Milan fans. I would say that they'd be excited for that. Um, looking at it, like it was, just, it was a one-sided beat down. Uh, oh. 2 0 at the 2 0 in the home, like, although they play at the same stadium, so home and away is the same thing. It's just that there's more crowd for either one, whoever's at home. Um, and then 3 0 away. So 5 0 in aggregate in the quarterfinal. Absolutely smashed them. Not a bother. Then it gets to the semifinals Yes. Semi finals against PS- PSV Eindhoven. You know, you know Milan only went through and away goals. Mm. It was 3 3 in aggregate, and they scored in the 91st minute, Milan, to get that away goal. Yeah. Philip Koku scored in a, in the ninety second minute, but I think the damage was obviously was already done. Um, so they, they, you know, you talk about. Let's not talk about luck because you know you, you play for ninety minutes. You know, what I mean, it's, we play to the final whistle. But that's a that's a close that's a close one to go right now. It could have been a whole sliding doors moment. It could have been a whole different thing. This night may never have happened if Ambrosini doesn't score that goal. When he does, mm. um, yeah. Any
0: thoughts on that? Well, my my boy was in it before he joined United. Old oh, G sing Park was in that PSV iron Open team. Um PSV that that that, that over that period a good good team. Uh 3 3 was a a surprise. I think everyone thought Milan would go through really quite easily. But they, they gave a, a run for their money, as you quite rightly said. Jan Van Hor of Hesselink up front, leading the line, who went on not to probably. have not much success outside of this PSV team. But no, I think it would again over the three leg, the two legs, sorry, I think they probably just deserved it slightly. They beat him at home, PSV, and, and it was convincing. They had an off day, in Milan. You just think, well, they had an off day. Going back to San Siro, I think it was a fair enough result. I think, yeah, I think they've done enough. Over them and Liverpool, you look at the form, you, you know, they've gone, beat, beat United, beat Inter by big goal, goal lines and not conceded a goal, may I add, and they've gone to PSV and lost 3-1 off the back of it. So it was a bit strange, but yeah, a harder path to get there. A little bit less like I know it's was the 91st minute, but that's football. As you said, you played to the final whistle. So for me, I think Milan have done, again, when we're going to the team. Um, yeah, I mean, as you said, Milan had finished in the top two in, in that, that season to get into the Champions League. And an interesting quote, that don't know if you've seen this, but Carlo Ancelotti um, said, because there was a debate going into the final about, well, at that time, Liverpool were... I don't. I don't. Liverpool went in the top four that season. I'm sure they were. I think it was six when this. No, they, like, they like,
1: finished. They finished fifth the, the, the fifth. season of, the, of that Champions League. Yeah, so they weren't going to be in it.
0: Yeah, that's it. And there was a big debate. And Carlo Ancelotti was asked about it in a press conference, um, and he said, "Look, you know, if a team going to win it, they should be able to defend it. But maybe we could do them a favor and solve this for them." And I think <laughs> that quote must have been in it somewhere because that's almost saying don't worry we've got this like the, yeah. this debate doesn't need to happen because the only people going back here next year is going to be us because we're going to win it regardless yeah. and if we don't we'll be in it and so that was a little bit of mine not mine games but i think a little bit of an underhanded quote that's quite easy to go stick that on your wall and say he's already said he's won it like we're we not we're we going to have that but yeah let's get on to the final the the big the big night yes so let's
1: do um that's a good build up there so we are now to the final hit by smitzer In two minutes for Liverpool. Carragher into Barros. He's laid it off. It's Gerard. Oh. He was held. He's given the penalty. He's given the penalty. Oh. Step up. Chabi Alonso with a chance to equalise. Yes, equalise for Liverpool.
0: Oh. oh, saved by Dina. Chabi Alonso. <laughs> And
1: Mission and Impossible is accomplished. Liverpool were 3-0 down five minutes ago. And now, look at that scoreline. It's, it's the start of the game. You've got your Budweiser's out. Well, we probably... Well, actually, 2005 we'd have been drinking more than Bud, yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> you've got your beers out. You might even be at the pub for this. And the team's come out. The lineup. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off the teams first, year and then I want your reaction to it. Now, um, it's obviously not the first time you're seeing this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the teams as if it was being announced uh, on the day of the game and uh, and people's reactions to to uh, to the lineups. It yeah, it's it's amazing. So I'm gonna do Liverpool's first.
0: Oh, because, geez, uh God. Awful. So you got
1: Jersey Dudek in goal, Steve Finnan, Jamie Carragher, Sammy Hippier, and uh, is it Jimmy Chai already? There was loads of but Jimmy yeah, Child. Yeah. I'm gonna say it is. Uh, Xabi Alonso, Luis Garcia, who scored the ghost goal to get him there, Steven Gerrard, um, John Arnaurisa, and Harry Cole gets in. Now, remember, there was a bit of a controversy because I don't think he played much this season. He was injured, wasn't he? And um, Rafa Benitez put him in in the final. So they put him in in the hole, number seven, and, and you've got Milan Barros up front.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, that, you know, that for me is like a team you'd put out in the, the Carabao Cup. <laughs> or what we'd call it, what we'd call it, the Carling Cup, probably back then, or the Wertherton Cup, whatever it was. Yeah. Right. So that's that's Liverpool's team. Underwhelmed is uh, is an understatement for that team. Agreed. So uh, now I'm going to rattle off the Milan team. Now this is the best team I've ever seen on paper. That isn't a fantasy team.
0: Or Barcelona team? Would you put the Barcelona team up there or, with that?
1: Yeah, but uh, Barcelona teams, yes, but there's still some people there. That, 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 every player that I see in this team uh, here,
0: yeah. I agree. right uh, you agree. know,
1: it, it honestly, it's like someone's got 100 million in their fantasy football and said, "Right, pick a team—the one you can pick. And you've got 100 million or whatever. You know, like it's it's a it's a fantasy team that you see on Twitter all the time.
0: I you know, agree.
1: Like... Yeah. Anyway, so let me start. So it's D Day in goal, the Brazilian. You've got Cafu, Yap Stam, Alessandro Nesta, and my most favourite defender of all time. And I actually recall about this, Paolo Modini. You've got Pirlo in front of them. Seydorf, who scored an absolute worldie yesterday, and he's 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 48. Um, Gattuso, a Rangers a Rangers legend, Kaka, Crespo, and Shevchenko. Now, that is <laughs> the, the best team you could ever see in your life, like, and that, that is actually real. Um, so yeah, give me your reaction to it. Obviously, you know, you'll probably react the same way as me, but give me your
0: reaction to these teams. Oh, man. How, how many World Cup winners, Champions League winners, medal, just the 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 names alone, like the careers they had individually. When I saw the team, I mean we've we've spoke about it before, but every t- every time I see it again, it's like I'm relearning and reseeing it again for the first time because you forget. Like, is that is that actually the team, and is that the is that actually Liverpool team? That is that's a Liverpool team really, and they lost to them. Um, Mate, and not not just they lost, if they lost 1-0, right, you'll be like, that's football. If they lost 2-1, you might go, well, you know, that's football. To lose from a winning position of 3-0 is, with Carlo Ancelotti as the manager, is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. That team should never lose 3-0. They shouldn't lose 3-0 to anyone, let alone be 3-0 up and come back, for, you know. There's been some great comebacks in the past. Liverpool 4-3, Liverpool Newcastle. Newcastle-Arsenal, was it 5-4? Five, five, I think it went on to be when they, you were 3-0 up. 4-0 up, Arsenal were to
1: Newcastle. 4-0 four four up, four, right? four. But,
0: but that Arsenal team compared to that team, not not a patch. You know, the Spurs, but man, you're not being 3-0 down the Spurs at half-time. It's Spurs. That's enough to be said. This is Liverpool in the Champions League. And this is like, yeah. oh man, I just can't. This, this Milan team I'm putting up, Against any team
1: ever, by the way, you know, like you can make a team of, of of players. Yeah, you know, like all different ones. You could put that team in there, and that you could you've got an argument for this team to to win against
0: any team that's ever been assembled. Mate, uh, can we just say also, Inzaghi couldn't even make the bench. No, that
1: that and yeah, he that, was a goal machine as well.
0: Yeah, he he wasn't even in the squad. That's how that's how stack. That's that unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Right, the game starts. Just before we start the game,
1: is there anyone in that Liverpool team you could could swap out and put into that Milan team? Anyone? I mean, I'm looking at Gerrard and Alonso. That could that uh, they're the only ones that possibly could get on the bench. But if I was going to take anyone out, that I would probably look at Catuso And maybe I could I could see an argument for swapping him with Gerrard. All right. But I, I can't. I can't. If you're looking at the lineups, Alonso's playing the same role as Pirlo. And that, you know, as much as Alonso was an unbelievable player, I just, I, you know, I can't put him in a head of pillar.
0: I think I think I would say, yeah, I, I'm a big Coutuzzi fan. I love Coutuzzi. I really wish United signed him. I, I I loved him. I loved his energy. I loved I loved the dog spirit of him. Like him and Keno had some, oh, man. So...
1: Sorry fans,
0: uh, certain fans didn't like him too much, I can tell you that. Yeah, um, of
1: course. Because uh, uh, he, he was like a bulldog, when not he? So yeah. He, know, especially for the old firm games, he was right up for it and he'd cause murders. But, uh, I um, know. I read, uh, I read something about him the other day. Where he was saying it was his, his father that made him sign for Rangers. He didn't want to go. Oh, really? His father, his father made him go. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, obviously, when he did, he was glad he did. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's for another day. But Gerard, but, um,
0: yeah, I, I would, I would, if I would have that, I would say, right, you are gonna take one player out and replace him with a career. Gerard, Gerard went on to have anger too. So you, you might edge Gerard in there potentially. But you I can't mean, put him in there he, ahead of anyone else. Yeah, I wouldn't put any other player on if I don't get getting in in their squad. Xabi Alonso ain't getting in that squad. I would What, about
1: Milan, what about Milan Barros?
0: Any luck he's getting in, dude? Mate, if he turned up to the training ground at Ace Man and said, "Oh, he, come and play," Shevchenko would have just said, "Oh, is he? Is he coming in to lace my boots?" Because <laughs> because that's all he was good for. Like and Jimmy Cherrone, I can't dance. I can't dance. I can just control my feet. He's just <laughs> honestly no. Um, Sammy he- Heapia, I like. I liked him as a defender. I preferred Stefan Hodge oh, yeah. personally.
1: There's some good players there. They're just they're just not getting they're not getting ahead of any of them players. That that back four is 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 unbelievable. Cafu, yeah, Stam, who's yeah. One of, obviously your ex one of your ex players, yeah, Nesta and
0: Maldini, yeah. That's which one of makes, the greatest back fours of all time. Which makes this 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 result even more the miracle of Istanbul is is correct because yeah. it should never happen. Like it should just shouldn't happen. I don't even think that would even happen on a Championship Manager game. I don't think no. the algorithm would allow that to happen. An no. algorithm championship manager in that period would never allow the AC Milan team to have been 3 0 up and come back. I reckon you could have played it on loop for 100 years and that result ain't coming up ever. That's no. that's how, how stupid this that, 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 that Leicester, I mean, at that time, I don't think it, Sky Betting that were around, right? So that online gambling wasn't around. No, no odds, a 3 0 up, right? would have been as much as Leicester to win the Premier League, surely. Like, ten... oh, yeah. and there, but there would have been some person that put a pound on it. You can guarantee it. And he'd yeah. be, have
1: been in the paper the next day yeah. with a big <laughs> bottle of champagne like that. Going, I can't believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, There's always one, isn't there? Always one. Go on in, mate. Right, so the game kicks right. off. The game kicks off. Bosh. First minute, disaster for Liverpool. That man, Maldine. have you seen the goal? Yes,
0: yeah, it's class.
1: You, it. said, it. said, it. If you didn't see the goal... What would you? How would you? How would you have thought he? would he have scored it. Say again. You would have thought he would have scored it from like a set piece or a corner or set, a header, wouldn't you? Yeah. You just presume defenders are scoring headers. Yeah. No, not Maldini. No, not
0: Maldini.
1: He turns in the box, didn't he? And rifles it top corner first minute. Disaster for
0: Liverpool.
1: <gasps> like against that team, you're thinking the worst, didn't you? You're thinking, oh my god, I'm up against this team. I'm one nil down after the first minute. Yeah. It's disaster. But to be fair to Liverpool. They, they they held firm. They didn't panic, did they? You know, they let the game go, but Milan are playing some good stuff. 39th minute, Crespo. Bosh. It's 2-0. It's not, it's not this, not looking good. And then within five minutes, it's 3-0. Yeah. You're, you I I remember I remember watching this game at home and my dad turned it off in the living room.
0: But stop, stop. I'm gonna stop you there. Because my next comment was gonna be now I I turned it off when I went upstairs to play PlayStation.
1: Oh, I can see why because it wasn't competitive anymore. You think, oh, I... fucking hell. We waited all this time for the Champions League final, which is 3 0 at half time. Yeah. He, he turned it he turned over to something else, and I went in the bedroom and I was asking around. I flicked it back on in my bedroom, and then it was 3 2. Well, we'll get to that in a minute, but it was 3 it was 2, and I went back in, and then he put it back on.
0: Yeah. It, uh, mate, I would love to have seen the rating, the viewing figures for like the UK audience at the 45th minute. It would have just plummeted. And then it would have bounced back up. But let's just on the first half, let's just stick with that as you're right. Now, Harry Kuhl made a surprise start, which no one saw coming. Yeah, I don't think he played the last four games for Liverpool, right?
1: Do you think the Benitas were trying to be too clever by
0: putting him in? Because no one would have thought that he would have been yes. playing. So they weren't yes, not planned for him. 100 percent I think he would have it would have been a shock factor and be like, oh, that, that we wouldn't have planned for that, right? Harry Kuhl in but let's talk about his replacement, right? Let's talk about who came on. They're 23 minutes gone. Harry Kill's injured, they're one 1-0 down. He looks over at his bench, he looks at what he's got, he thinks, I know, Igor Smisha, he can come on and change that game. <laughs> it were not
1: we
0: Igor, it was Vladimir, wasn't it? It was Vladimir, I thought it was, he I, I seems like an Igor to me, but well, yeah, I don't know yeah. what the fuck his name Cas- is. Bit Smisha. of casual racism there, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the comes, Smisha comes on, right? I mean, it's bad enough, right, it's bad enough that... Um, you got Tor- uh, Torre has a Champions League medal, uh, medal, and Milan Barros has a Champions League medal, mm-hmm. but Smeeta, I can stars- I, can, t- I can top Trumps that I can top Trumps that. Cinnamon oh. Pongoli's
1: got one. Well, there you he go. He scored in he, he scored in the champ- He scored in the um in one of the group games or whatever else he was. But right, there you go. He's got one. Never to be seen again. It, actually, he played. he made one appearance for Blackburn after after that season. He went to Blackburn, made one, made one
0: appearance, never to be seen again. He's got a Champions League medal somewhere on his mantelpiece. Unbelievable. Uh, a mantelpiece, I reckon he's got it like, he must have a book about it. Like, in, uh, it, was, it was guarded in like the, muse- the Queen's Museum. It's like alarms and all shit. That's his most prized possession. But yeah. mate, at that point, you're absolutely right. I remember turning over. I was downstairs. I, was, I think I was living in Camden at the time. And I was watching the game, turn it off. And I went upstairs. And then all of a sudden, because phone was, I, my phone was buzzing. My dad was ringing me or texting me, I think he was. And he's like, "Are you watching?" He's like, "Now turn off a load of shit." And he's like, "Oh, okay, fair enough." He said, like, "I'm going to carry on watching it." Then he sent me a text saying, "Free one." I thought, "I'm not interested." Next thing you know, I'm getting phone calls. Are you what? What can you believe? This I'm like, what you ran downstairs? And obviously, it's free. It's free, free at this point. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" They just scored the third goal, so I caught the third goal, and obviously, then I was watching the rest of the game from there on out. But it was all Milan. Liverpool. A, I think they had a half chance after the Crespo. Uh, no, after the Maldini goal. I'm sure they had a half chance about halfway into the half to make it one one. And um Dina made a fantastic save, which then yeah. led on to you know Crespo's double. And then you do, you're right. It's over. I don't think Liverpool turned up, like just not at all. Like Liverpool didn't really I think they were shell shocked. I think they were shell shocked. And
1: um I mean and you would be. You're looking at that team in front of you. Yeah. They're, absolutely, they're absolutely you're 3 0 down at half time. Yeah. I mean, say what you want about that team and the players. It shows some character yeah. to to come back from that, but not only that. AC Manal have got to go into that dressing room thinking it's over. 100 percent. So, I, do, do you think that say say they score in the first minute and it stays one nil? I, you know, this this mate. I mean, they could lose. I don't, but and, it, and it's all if buts and maybes. But I think that it was the worst thing that could happen to them being
0: three 0 up at half time. Do you know what? Three 0 up is a dangerous scoreline. I know I know. it sounds silly to say, but anyone in this list knows that freedom. Because the minute you get one back, you're like, take it in your stride. The minute two come back, all of you are then doubting yourselves, thinking, hold oh, well, on a second, whoa, 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 what's happening here? We're, we're losing. And then mentally, psycholo- psychologically wise, so you're then thinking, liberal thinking, we're in this. And Milan are yeah. then thinking, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. I mean, if I'm Carlo Ancelotti, I went back at half time, sat down, Lit a massive stogie, poured yeah. himself a nice glass of whiskey, sat back had a smoke with a drink, and went, lads, it's Liverpool. And then they've gone out there in the second half, and it's like a new. And this Liverpool team should not have been able, they just shouldn't have been able to do this because uh-huh. there was no one in there. That... I mean, I'm not Gerard. Gerard, and I get it. That was, I use Keen a lot with Juventus. That, and I've seen Gerard do it with the West Ham in the FA Cup. This was a Gerard game that was like, we are in the final. I'm not. I'm not walking past that trophy and not being able to lift it. And I thought we. And I don't think he had an outstanding game. Almost, it wasn't even like I think he was like head and shoulders above everyone else. But he must have given one fucking team talk at halftime, man. Yeah. Because the, the second half, it was a different gravy, different gravy.
1: But like I say players like King, players like they're like a generational sort of player. They can. They don't. He doesn't have to be great for ninety minutes. He can just, he can just at moments just turn it on, and it changes the game. It changes the atmosphere. It gives everyone else a lift. Um, and Gerard was, say what you want about Gerard, I think, I think Gerard was world class. He's one of my, he mm-hmm. just, I think he had it all. He, he, you know, he could tackle, he could shoot, he could pass. Um, I would have loved to have had him in any of the teams that I. would very much like Keane, you know, there, there's certain players that you would just, they're the first names on the team sheet, and obviously he was for Liverpool. He was Mister Liverpool, and yeah. in that game the second half starts like you say he must have he must have given him a rollick and you can imagine he did but and I watched um Gary Neville's soccer box with him recently he was on it and he's reckons he reckons he was very very quiet at, you know at first you are when he'd come to the team but he said he wasn't like massively vocal but um but I, I thought I thought well, he gives he gives everyone around him a lift and he yeah. and he does it by showing how to do it on the pitch you know like um and in that game world class yeah. now we, the second half starts. Within eight minutes, it's three one. Gerard with a header, lovely header. Have you seen the header?
0: Yeah,
1: amazing header. About how he's managed to get that to the in, into the far corner there. Uh, yeah. How he's managed to loop that. It was it, that was that was brilliant. Um, two minutes later, your man Igor Smisa Vladimir, which is what he is, <laughs> he's it one from outside the box. I think the keeper should save that. I mean, when I when I saw it, yes, it goes in. Um...
0: Could no, have done I think the
1: keeping. I think the keeper needs to do better. There, we're talking about D, that, that team being world class. Obviously, keepers can. You know, that's what they're there for. They make mistakes. I mean, he might not be able to see it. It goes through a lot of bodies. But yeah. I, I think the keeper would be kicking himself after that. Um, it's a save he should make, and nine times out of ten, he probably would. Yeah. So you you remember, and then. You happy for me to go on, or you want to add anything to it? Well, I just,
0: I just say from a tactical point of view, in the second half, Benitez changed it. Finland was off um, in the second half within a minute of the second half. So it, within a minute of the second half, he's he's, he's pulled him and he brought one who I think was a world class player, is Dida Haman, and he changed oh, it yes. to have an extra midfielder in into counter Kak- Kaká or Kaka in the middle and 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 uh, to take on Pirlo. So for me, that tactical change. Uh, made a big difference, and you can see the impact he had in that game, and he allowed Gerard the space to be able to be that free-roaming midfielder a bit more when he came on. Uh, Alon- Alonso sat deep, uh, Haman came came into the team, and I think that definitely changed it. I think it went to a 3-5-2, uh, or 3 3-5-1-1 I think it would have been, they went into. So, yeah, and obviously, as you said, next, your man who you did earlier maybe gets in this Milan team would have been Alonso. Alonso steps up, takes the penalty. Penalty, Alonso misses it. But he scores the rebound. Great penalty,
1: like I say, for, for him to carry on, because, you know, um, and it's 3-3. Free, free. But there's still yeah. half an hour to go. There's still <laughs> half an hour to go in the game. And you're
0: thinking now Milan are going to score. Because yeah. you just think, well, that, that, oh, mate, I can't even speak. It's just, I'm thinking about it now, madness. But
1: Milan nearly did. Shevchenko must be oh. be must
0: be, still be having
1: nightmares about Dudek yes. to this day. Yeah. Because Shevchenko, how Dudek saves that goal, saves yes. that shot, I'll never know. Yes, he is. Shevchenko's through. He every other day he buries it. Yeah, uh, and Dudek gets out and it goes over the bar. It's an unbelievable save. And you know when that them sort of moments start to happen, them sort of the Milan, the Milan fans, the Milan players must think this is not our night. It we're doomed here because now things are not going their way. First half they couldn't, you know, they're, they're they're running riot, and and then things like that, you know, when the heads must have been going down. Do you remember? Do you remember that?
0: But you, but at the same time, heads are going down. But you're thinking, look who you are! Yeah. Like there should have been enough in that team for like, I mean, football is a lot about momentum, and it's about that moving of momentum and kind of when you get that momentum on your side, it is hard to then change it. And you're right. So, Czechos scores that goal. I think that would. I think that the air would have been sucked out of Liverpool completely. I don't think they would have gone on. But in terms of comebacks, everyone said about United as comebacks. Liverpool were up there. Um, the oh, way they've they, they won so many games that are coming back, I don't think you know, in dramatic fashion, we two of the best teams, not just in England, in the world at comebacks. And this was, yeah, I think that now you're thinking it's going to, I, I was thinking, I think now, well, what are Milan going to do? Because do you then risk it going, well, we've been 3-0 up, do we go for it, or do we sort of consolidate and go, we'll, we'll out last in, in, in the game in, in penalties? Because you're thinking this is this is Milan, this is English team. They don't win penalty shootouts. So from that perspective, you're then thinking, yeah, as I said, what were they going to do next? Was the was the question.
1: So ninety minutes are up. Extra time is done. Um, we go to penalties. Now we get to penalties. Who's the happier side, Paul? When you're at that point, so you, Milan have had an unbelievable first half. Liverpool have had an unbelievable second off. I, I didn't delve too much into the extra time, but we know what happened there. It goes to penalties. Penalties—they're well, they, they, all over. They're about to pick who's to, who's taking what. There, who are the happiest set of players at that point?
0: Let's just let's just bring the subs into the game again. From from, um, Ancelotti, right? So the last ten minutes of the game, he's changed. Who I would have said to, score as a penalties, right? Clarence Seedorf comes off. Herman Crespo comes off for Serginio and John Dale Thompson from Newcastle. Hundred yeah. twelfth minute, Catuso comes off for Rui Costa, who
1: that's not that's not a bad sub. But you don't know what age Rui Costa is at that at that, at that point.
0: Anyway, Rui Costa, but you're thinking I don't know if there's an injury. I can't remember if it's an injury or whatever it would be. But you're thinking right, you keep you, you don't take Herman Crespo or Cedar off, off. They take one of the penalties. Yeah, it's a, not a different game because there was a lot missed, but. Yeah, I I think Liverpool would have gone into it. I, to be honest, I mate, mean, at that stage you're thinking we've won this. I, I, if I'm a Liverpool, if I'm a Liverpool player at this stage, I'm not fearing them because I'm thinking well, their heads are gone. Like their heads are gone. The crowd is all behind Liverpool at this stage. Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah. For me, it's.
1: Do you do you think that that's what the player, the, the manager Rafa Benitez, your captain Steven Gerrard, saying? Do you think that the, he's? These are the sort of things that are being said leading up to this penalty shootout. they've they've crumbled. We've got them now. Like, you know, the sort of things to G up your team. Do you think the things that you just said there are being relayed to the players on the pitch?
0: 100%. 100%. I think they're saying, keep your heads. This is ours. You know, this is ours. Don't blow it now. The trophy is ours. And I think with Milan, with experience and everyone else, they probably were saying the words. They They didn't mean it. You're looking over all of a sudden. I'm not saying you're looking at Liverpool, but all of a sudden... Gattuso's off, your leader. Seedorf's off, a penalty taker score, scores penalties all day long. Crespo's off, scores penalties all day long, and you're thinking, I don't know. I think mentality. You might be saying we, we've got this, but at the back of your mind there was doubt. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna just drop my head. The minute who took the first penalty? Was it Liverpool? Or... It was... Oh, so, so Milan took the first penalty just right. before we go to the penalties. There, well,
1: you no, know, we're talking about the team being amazing. The, the yeah. that start... Was amazing. I don't feel that you know the the bench doesn't fill you with much joy. Rui Costa was a good player. I don't know what, how good he was at that stage because we, we were talking about Rui Costa in the 90s, weren't we? This is 2005. Now, I'm sure he still had a bit about him, but, you know, he could have been an aging player. Um, but they, they, the, the bench doesn't fill you with much joy, does it, with the, the, with the subs they brought on? I can't even remember Sergio, if I've got to be honest with you.
0: I don't really remember him. No, I don't, I don't remember much. I mean, you say about the bench, but then you're looking at Liverpool's bench and Gibraltar, Cissé, Felibis Mica, Igor Biscan, Nunes... Jossamy, Scott Carson, obviously goalkeeper. So I, I, I don't think that, that that's, if you're going to bring players on, bear in mind, you know, he's brought on Djiboutic um, uh, G- and Smica. I wouldn't worry about that. But the minute, under the penalty, the minute Serginio steps up, he didn't look, yeah. he didn't look. No. And I think the minute he missed that, I think Liverpool got think we've done it. Becky well, think- the, the the difference in the
1: penalty takers, I mean, I'm not the manager, so I you know, but I would I would I would have put um one of your one of your um your main players to take the first one. Now, Serginho, I don't know, he may be a great penalty taker. Um he, and that's why he went first. But I feel like you've got to get that first one out of the way. That's the one that settles the nerves. If you if you miss that first one, you know, your back's against the wall. Especially when you've got Dieter, Dieter Hamann taking Liverpool's first one. He's mm. German. They yeah. they are notorious for penalties, like aren't they. they? I mean, how many times they broke England's hearts? They they don't miss penalties. They must drill them into them as as kids. Mm-hmm. Hamman's up there, one nil up. Next up is Pirlo. You want, to, you want to do you want to do the penalties, or do you want me to carry on? Yeah, you carry on. Go on. Well, so Pirlo comes up. His is saved. Good save, good, by the do, way. do, do that? Save. Good save. Yeah, good save. So that's it's one nil to Liverpool. And then it's Jibril Cisse to step up. He scores. I mean, talking to Jibril Cisse, I don't know what it was like at that sort of stage, but I would have, you know, off the top, off memory, I'm sure he was a better striker than Barros. Would you not just go straight off the bat? Yeah, he yeah, had pace, didn't he? I mean, he, I, I mean, I, I mean, you don't know. There could have been injuries at the time or whatever else. Or I know Barros scored a few goals, but off, off memory. I would have always put Jibir Cisse ahead of Barros if I'm picking a team. Anyway, that's for another day. 100%. But um, yeah, so Jibir Cisse scores it's 2 0 to Liverpool. AC Milan must be, must be, cannot believe their luck. They cannot believe what's happening. John Dow Thomason, who's very prominent in the year that we talk about in the 90s, when he Blackburn Rovers, we was at, wasn't he? Uh, or Was it Bolton? John Dow
0: Thomason? He was yeah. at Newcastle. Yeah. But I think he was at other clubs as well. I might, he might, uh, he might have gone on from. Oh, when he oh, when I'm, he left, when he left Milan, because he signed for Milan for Fiorentina. He only played in the Premier League with um, Newcastle. And I think he went to. No, it's only Newcastle. He only played in the Premier League with Newcastle. Oh, did he? Yeah, I mean, I'm getting maybe I'm getting
1: mixed up with someone else. Uh, but yeah, John Dow Thomason. So it's two one. You know, it, it, another a miss a miss from Liverpool here, and they're backing it. And John Ariza turns up. His is saved. Now I'm surprised at him because yes. he he. he you know, dead ball situations and that. He was, he was good, wasn't he? He had a wand of a left foot. Yeah. Um. So he misses it. Liverpool now, squeaky bum time. Kaka t- t- tips up. Bang, goal. 2-2. Now, this is anyone's penalty shootout from then on. Vladimir Smisa, your man. He's, I'll tell you what, he's come on and had some game. His Champions League medal, he's well-deserved, isn't he? I know I like agree. you're underwhelmed when he comes on. But you know, yeah. if you're talking about people stepping up, he's had a massive, massive game. Anyway, he goes on, he scores his penalty, it's three two. Then it's the legend, Andrei Shevchenko. Chelsea, now,
0: there.
1: there he is, the Chelsea. Chelsea <laughs> be, at Chelsea, you'd have been fully thinking he would not miss, but at Milan, he was, he was unreal. Agreed. And you, you know, whatever money, if you're a betting man, you're putting your house on it, you're putting your car, you're putting your dog. You're putting everything on this man to score. Jersey Dudek's doing that famous thing on the line, isn't he?
0: The Bruce I mean, you
1: know, Yeah, That's it, he's doing old Bruce thing. Bang, Shevchenko takes it, saved by Dudek. Liverpool are champions of Europe against all odds.
0: Unbelievable. Against,
1: it's an, honestly, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but you can't help but, you know, be pumped at that, even as a neutral. That is an amazing game. It is the miracle of Istanbul. And it is. And even even what are we now? We're what 22 23 years on. Mm. And we can see how, how excited, how passionate it is about and it. Ain't even our team. I know. I mean, imagine what it'd be like to be a Liverpool fan. The emotion you'd been before at half time to yeah. come back and win like that is, is stuff dreams are made of. And that honestly, it, that was an amazing, amazing night. And I'm glad that we've we've picked this as a subject because it has to be mentioned, it was it was unbelievable
0: it was i can't i don't like to think about it as i said but yes it was they they... yeah i mean i think even to to sum up rafa benitez after the game was quoted and he was asked like how do you uh, comment he said my problem is that i don't have words to express the things that i feel at the moment and i think that was that in itself was beautifully put and perfectly put because there are no words in that moment to describe that comeback you know it's unbelievable the only good thing was is they rematched in 2007 and Milan got there they finally did it they overcome Liverpool to to lift the trophy because I could' have had them winning again and I, that must have been interesting because you're thinking there's no way as Milan began there's no way this happens again like don't it score 3 let's just get one let get one goal hold it and then if we get a second push on from there but no mate it was a great it was a great it's a, it, well it's what football's about this is what football is about and you can watch it and go in football uh fergus has said it bloody hell it's football you know what i mean it is it's what happens this is what makes it such an amazing sport you don't get this kind of drama in any other sporting event uh anything i don't forget what you have you don't have this drama you just can't the emotions that you would have gone through the up and down as i said fantastic
1: uh, that's a good, that's a, uh, good place to uh, to end it there. The, I mean, you've just said the really nice words, and it was. It was amazing. So uh, now we're going to move on to the quiz. Woo-hoo. And this week, I'm doing it for you, and it's the Who Am I quiz. Okay. So uh, are you ready? And stay off of Google, because we know you've got form for it. All right? So... <laughs> Yeah. So I've got clues, five clues per player. Yeah. So I've got three players. So the first clue, yeah, for for player number one, I played for both Liverpool and AC Milan. Okay. In
0: 1993,
1: I was placed in foster care. Nope. I had two spells of AC Milan in 2013 and 2015
0: on loan. Oh, fucking hell. Go on, no, go on, next one. I need the fourth one. I am currently pl-
1: uh, playing in the Swiss League.
0: So, He's still playing now. Okay. Yeah.
1: You're like you're like the, the last uh, clue.
0: Okay. It's not. What was his name? It's not like so. Is it, I, I, aquilini isn't it alberto aquilini that he played no. for you know, gone yeah i know so
1: um, so i was named after an iconic nintendo game
0: nintendo game oh suso
1: no no, no i don't know who who mario balotelli oh
0: how... mario of course cool. fuck Did he oh, you like that twice I thought you, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, also, I don't know, no, I didn't know that. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That the Nintendo, bit's nice. I should have got. It from that. I was, I, like I say, I left that one for the end. I want him, I
1: want him to, um, especially we're nineties and not whatever so You do another nineties podcast, etc. That's a nice little clue. That one,
0: man. I've completely forgot he played for Liverpool.
1: Right, so that's that's Neil Poirier for you. I've got him. Right, so the second one. Again, the first clue. I played for both Liverpool and AC Milan. <laughs> see, see, there's a, you can see the female, obviously Okay, go on I've played at every level For my country From under-15s To the full squad Oh,
0: um, Pepe Reina No oh.
1: I won two European Championships And one World Cup
0: Banana Torres Yes Yes Well done
1: So yeah, a fourth clue was there. I joined Chelsea for a British transfer fair in twenty twenty eleven, and the fifth clue was my nickname is El Nino. Oh,
0: there we go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lovely, good one that. Right, so the,
1: the final one is clue number one. I played for both Liverpool and AC Milan. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Cuck it> out! <laughs> How
0: many players? I say got the, the record playing
1: playing partnerships? Are they Jesus? There was only eight players that, that have ever done this, by the way. Okay. So, go and I've picked three of them. Right. So I started my career at Barcelona C and made 30 appearances for the first team. No, gone. My father also played for Barcelona and we played in the same position. Pepe Reina. Yes. Yeah. Now you, now you completely nearly stuffed my whole quiz up by guessing Pepe Reina on the second one. <laughs> but uh, I, thought, I, I thought, anyway. So he said, uh, I say three out of four penalties against West Ham in the FA Cup final was the fourth clue. Lovely. And, uh, the fifth clue was, I was mostly second choice to Iker Ica- Ica- Casillas for Spain.
0: I like that one. The Mario one's done me, man. Fuck. I can't complete. So out.
1: Two, two out of three ain't bad, as Meatloaf would say.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: That's it. See us out, Dave. So that's it guys for this week's uh, podcast. Um, I'm now running the socials, so it's Phoenix5Podcast on Twitter. Um, and we are on all platforms, including Apple and Spotify. Um, Mickey, you know the, the email address, so just fire out the email address there.
0: Phoenix5Show, Gmail, uh, the Phoenix5Show at gmail.com. So if, we, if you any subjects that you want us to talk when about or you want to like and uh, subscribe and rate us or anything
1: you want to email us on or tweet us on uh, please do and uh, we're gonna be doing this every week now we hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you next week
0: yeah guys have a nice evening enjoy your week take care and don't be afraid of the dark At the end of a stone There's a golden sky And the sweet silver song of love Walk on